Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Mike and Viana got to play some games. And I pray to your mama that they're not super lame. And if that all sounds cool, I can tell you the name. And welcome to the RHAP BBB&B for weeks four through seven of Big Brother 21. My name is Mike Blumen. Ooh boy, what a difference a month makes. Or does it? Lots of ups and downs to talk about over the course of this podcast. Much like Otev, we were up, then we went back down again, then we went up again. And at the end of the day, I feel like we're all covered in some sort of fluid uh, by the end of it all, let me bring in our panel to break down these four weeks. First off, the co-owner of the B&B, Liana Boris. Liana, how are you? I'm good. Uh, being covered in some sort of liquid gives, I think, some new meaning to the speed of smell, which I'm still trying to figure out exactly what that means. Like, I guess the speed of podcasting would be the speed of sound. But um, but yeah, just from a physics perspective, I was like, huh, how can we quantify the speed of smell? But that also uh, brings to mind questions because you can play podcasts at varying speeds. So like it's not a constant, oh, right? It can be a variable. I'm also... Yeah. I think, you know, much to everyone's betterment, except maybe Nick's detriment, Tommy did not race at the speed of taste because that would have been a little a little more lewd than the speed of smell, even though that was a lot grosser. Yeah, the speed of touch, the speed of taste. I feel like those would have gotten much, much, much more complicated and much more awkward. Well, we're going to bring in somebody to break down all the senses that they have taken in over the course of this past month of big brother of course she is not a stranger to big brother podcast you can catch her on taryn's morning updates habitually but she's making her bnb debut mary krakowski welcome to the bnb how you doing hi everyone how's it going yes i was just trying to think right there what i travel by the speed of and it's probably like obnoxious pop culture anecdotes I think that's the speed that I travel at because I can pop into just any any conversation and overhear people. I'm constantly pointing out to people, oh, oh, I see your band T-shirt. Did you go to that concert? And 
I don't know if that's uh, appreciated or not, but that's that's the speed that I've decided I travel at. <laughs> I'm excited to start using this really arbitrary scale to define how I'm feeling that day. Be like, man, how, uh, what speed do I feel like I'm traveling yeah. at? From smell to jumping into conversations based on arbitrary pop culture references. How am I feeling today? Yeah, Mary's traveling at the speed of small talk. Small talk. Mm. Right. It's either that or the speed of sleep because I can nap anywhere. Ooh, that's a really that's a nice. Good, that's a that's yeah. a nice luxury to have. Yeah, yeah, it's a good. Scale. I, I learned what you do is you just carry a beach towel around with you, and then you feel like you can curl up. I have a lot of awkward pictures of me on park benches or in in, in the hallway of schools back in college. Oh, good. So then the B and B will be very comfortable for oh, you. In yeah, comparison. I'll just crash on a couch. You don't even you don't even need a whole room. Uh, for me. You might. You know, I don't know. Mm. We got those couches from very suspect locations, okay. so I'm not sure. Yeah, that, that's all, a very. They were, they were all rented from the brick. <laughs> oh, that's a, oh my god! I love my new couch from the brick. That's a that's actually a very good um, Hitchhiker's of the Guide uh, Galaxy uh, reference. So yeah, Hitchhiker's Guide to the yeah. Galaxy reference. Yeah, for but, some reason, now I'm imagining this this Mary carrying around just this wayward beach towel, wandering around to conversations like oh my goodness yes you saw inglorious bastards well let me tell you about this random minute point from the 73 minute mark <laughs> i am mary by the way i'll be sleeping over there in the corner if you want to talk some more quentin tarantino yeah exactly. sleeping on that bench yeah yeah speaking of which i i was watching national treasure the other day and on dvd they're they're uh, promoting the upcoming movie hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy Oh, very timely. Yes. <laughs> was that Renap inspired? Uh, I think it was. Yeah, probably. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Got me in the mood. <laughs> I mean, you know, I don't know how many people are like going to their DVDs and popping in National Treasure. Yeah, well, but I like it. Yeah. Well, somebody's mm. dusting off those cobwebs. Before we get too deep into Big Brother 21, Mary, let's talk about this piece of pop culture, specifically your history with it. As you are a new guest on the B&B, we always ask people to give their respective show resume. So we know, obviously, you know a lot about modern day Big Brother, considering the recaps that you do. But when did you first start getting into the show? Well, last time on the B&B, Matt mentioned that everyone remembers their first season of Big Brother so fondly. Uh, that's not necessarily the case for me, because my first season <laughs> of Big Brother was Big Brother 19. So I came in at a great time. Fun fact, I I had always thought, for whatever reason, I've been a huge Survivor fan my whole life, big, like, super fan, listened to the podcast for years, and then finally decided, you know, maybe I should check out this other CBS show that's on, because I watch The Amazing Race, I watch Survivor. I always thought Big Brother was just, like, the real world or something. I thought it, I didn't realize it was a game show. I thought they were just in a house and... That was it. And you just watch people. So it never really appealed to me. And so I, I finally decided to start watching with Big Brother 19. And uh, the next season, Big Brother 20, Taryn contacted me and was like, hey, are you are you watching live feeds this season? And I lied. And I was like, oh, yeah, of course. Obviously, <laughs> and went on, quickly bought the uh, CBS All Access. And that's the first time I started watching live feeds. Big Brother 20 when I did the morning updates. Uh, <laughs> in between Big Brother 19 and 20, I went back and watched almost all of them. I think that I had made it through season 15 by then. And in the last year, I'm now I'm currently on season 17. So I, I only have one and a half more seasons to go before I've made the circuit. Oh, man, I feel like uh, we just exposed some sort of conspiracy <laughs> theory or something. To be fair, you exposed yourself to yeah. it. We, we didn't necessarily prod you of like, yeah, so what'd you tell your boss when you uh, ended up being asked for this job? And why was it 
false. Yeah, well, you know what? I I felt like I'm trying to be honest here, and therefore, if you make any Big Brother 18 references, I will just laugh along and and uh, not add much to the conversation. <laughs> All right. Well, then we'll Very just let those references fly away like a little butterfly with after nibbling on some nice apple pie, Ugh, or like some Mardi Gras beads <laughs> at oh, a nomination no. ceremony. Oh, oh yes, of course. <laughs> hilarious that's the one pop culture conversation that you can't lean in on with your beach towel in hand which is actually funny because right after watching big brother 19 before i had watched any other season i was that's when i did sequester and so i played with and then immediately met a bunch of big brother people not even realizing that they had been on big brother or anything about them so uh yeah when someone messaged me and said hey hey are you you cool sharing a hotel room with big meech i was like who the heck is Big Meech? <laughs> what, so what? What? How big did you think Big Meech was when you heard that nickname well, and had not met the person behind look, it? Look, I have a policy of pretend to know what you're talking about and then Google it afterwards. So I quickly did some Googling and discovered who she was. But uh, yeah, everyone, everyone in general that I've ever met from a TV show has been shorter in person than you would think. Interesting. It's been the exact opposite for me. Maybe it's because I mostly met survivors, but most of them are taller. Maybe I'm just watching on the wrong screens. Maybe. Mm. Well, Mary, we we sort of have heard, you know, your piecemeal thoughts throughout the season about Big Brother 21. But I guess let's sort of recap the past four weeks, because, you know, I had said in our previous BB podcast that I really felt the end of Camp Comeback was sort of like the end of one era. And while I feel like there might be some bleeding into week four a bit, depending on, you know, the actual outcome, it really does feel like we phase shifted and into an entirely different part of the game. Now, there still are common strings. You still have that Christy Tommy relationships, not only, you know, uh, completely cohesive, but still sort of at the center and a bunch of swirling stuff. But I feel like we have very much shaken up the snow globe from where things were nicely settled uh, in our picturesque, maybe not so picturesque, but a, a nice still landscape in the first three weeks. What have your thoughts been about the past four weeks of Big Brother and how it's changed from the first few weeks? So I think the first few weeks were Big Brother High School Edition uh, with all of the different cliques and groups and, and mean kids. And now we've uh, we've segued into Big Brother Middle School Edition, where it's full of tears and lots a lot more fights and, and people um, just wanting to date everyone for the first time, discovering a lot of a lot of new emotions and a lot of new feelings. And then crying. So I think that's where we're I think that's where we're at right now. Oh no. Does that mean we're gonna end on elementary school? You know, <laughs> if if Nicole wins because she's a what is she, a preschool or elementary school she's teacher? A preschool then I think this is a great new idea we've just come up with. And I really hope that happens. We can we can do some mental gymnastics here. Who do you think is in the in the final two then with Nicole to make it elementary school? I don't know. I'm excited because uh, I think that her grasp of the English language is about equal to that of someone in uh, elementary school. I was going to say she just graduated elementary school, so that's why she's most applicable. That's also possible. Uh, Yeah, I really like this concept, especially because like if if it truly is elementary school, they're just going to be like making dioramas. They already went on a field trip. Oh my gosh, you guys! (laughs) I think I talk about cracking the code. I think we really have something here. Well, yeah. Now they're like by the end of the season, they're going to be reading comic books. They're going to go to recess where they have to like jump around on bungees and hold on to weird you know neon things for as long as they can i really like this idea mary that we're sort of 
going the opposite direction on the evolutionary chart the longer these house guests are inside that house. Well, you know, if there's yep. a slip and slide competition coming up, you know, I did a lot of those in my younger days. And, and I'm really looking forward to the, the final three HOH finger painting contest. Exactly. We're just Benjamin buttoning our way through this season. <laughs> oh, I love it. Well, let's let's get into some of the elements from these past four weeks. I'm sure we'll dote on a bunch of stuff that's happened over the course of it. Let's go back to our preseason predictions here. So just to review concept, this has been a little while before the season. Liana and I each wrote down how we thought each player would do in terms of placement. Uh, we wrote down a few things we thought they were going to do in the game in terms of memorable moments. And we both wrote down what their comic book character name would be. Now, that has still has yet to be proven. I guess that's more of a test of creativity or lack thereof. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Uh, looking back at some of these predictions, like, OK, I, I also like totally. Uh, yeah, I don't know how much thought I put into these, but I'm excited to to uh, unearth this box and see what the time capsule has in store for us. Well, let's go back a bit to a time that feels like ages ago. Let's go back to when Bella got evicted from the Big Brother house. Now, Bella was a really interesting case. I know she's someone whose bio really popped for me. I think a lot of people really liked her personality. Maybe proved to be quite the opposite when she got into the house. So now that she's out of the house and the way that she sort of treated, uh, you know, her exit press, people were starting to come around on her. But Given the character she was preseason, Liana, how did you think Bella was going to do? Okay, so I had Bella making the jury. Um, I said she'll be known for her savage DRs. Um, she will be the Rachel Swindler of her alliance, which I didn't write any context for. So I don't know if that means like she's, <laughs> she's the person that gets, gets kicked out and then they reform, maybe. She's, she's going to do great impressions. Yeah, she can do other great impressions. impressions. Exactly. What's wrong with Sam? <laughs> um, and then her BB comic was Bella and the Beast. And then I wrote, we'll have a punishment that makes this make sense. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> so that happened i'm sure i guess like i mean if we're extrapolating things i think nick could be her partner and then are we saying that being in a relationship with nick is a punishment in some way shape or form yes yeah i think it might be <laughs> uh so i have I was a lot more down on miss bella i had her going pre-jury uh, i said she'd get taken out as a pawn due to being on nobody's side I said that she would give some snarky confessional slash goodbye messages before leaving. I would say she would be noteworthy for complaining to Big Brother about various amenities. I'd say she gets the Sam Memorial Award for the first person to threaten outlandish bodily harm to a house guest. Mm. Uh, oh. And I said her superhero name would be Bouncing Bella. I have <laughs> no idea where that came from. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Wow. Good luck, Mary. Yeah, this is tricky because, see, Mike, you did not help yourself by making some really good points about Liana's prediction with uh, Nick being involved there, which I really like. I mean, you did get the placement a little more correct. I know the status quo is never to give Mike what he wants. Yeah, see, this is tricky. I think I'm going to have to go with Mike's, though, just because you had the snarky comments down. And while she may not have complained about amenities, she did complain a lot. So I'm going to I'm going to go with with Mike. But I, I, I like Liana's comic book character much better. Uh, well, I tried. I think maybe I don't know. <laughs> I just I would love to see Bella and the Beast to be like, I don't know, Mrs. Potts comes to Bella and she's like, OK, here's what's going on. Like you. You know, you told the beast that I ran away. Here's the thing. You're dead to me now. 
you're a horrible teapot and I think you're just uh, you're socially manipulative. Is your anxiety even real? Are you even really a teapot, Mrs. Potts? I can't believe this right now. I'm going to go sleep with the beast. Wait, is Nicole Mrs. Potts in this scenario? I think so. Okay. She's, she's the most wholesome of the characters. All right. All right. Well, if if this was high school, the is the high school play version of Beauty and the Beast called Bella and the Beast. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I think that's really where this is all coming from. Yeah, my, my- I'm also I'll pat myself on the back for saying that she gets the, the memorial award for promising bodily harm to the to a house guest. Because I think she said it in the premiere. Like, I think she said something along the oh, lines yes. of, like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to slit somebody's throat. Like, oh, don't show that. I hope my mom doesn't see that, et cetera. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I was going to say otherwise it would be Jack. But, uh, but yeah. Wow. I'm, I'm remembering fondly back to Bella in the premiere. I, I remember turning to Will from America, who was sitting next to me and, and saying multiple times, wow, I love Bella. Bella's great. Um, I think that was the only time I said that. But, but it, but yeah, it happened that- a lot in the premiere. <laughs> I've got some super embarrassing, like some uh, some people, you know, message me on Instagram or Twitter or whatever. And I remember having a conversation before the start of the season about how great Nick was going to be. Yeah, regret those. This is one. That's what this game is for, though. It's us, much like Mary (laughs) outed her own lack of live feed expertise. We're airing our own dirty laundry here, uh, and not just from not showering for a while. Let's let's get to Sam. Uh, our final pre-juror here. I'll start with with Sam here. I had him making the jury. I said that he'd be this season's DR yeller, though that seemed mm-hmm. like a prediction everyone called from a mile away, because that's how far you could hear him from. I said he'd make the most mistakes this season, but his personality will endear him to his competitors. I'd said he complained the most about the house being messy. And I said he'd spill his ally's secret at least once. And I said his closest ally would be Cliff, and his superhero name would be Big Road Baller. Whoa, yeah! <laughs> I think Nick approves of that nickname. Yeah, uh, the uh, the Spilling Alliance secrets there, I'm, I'm pretty sure everyone did that immediately, so that's a low bar there. That's very true. I can't wait until next season, Liana, when we write this, and we have to be like, does not spill a secret. I feel like that's much a much better prediction to make. Yeah, exactly. You have to be very specific about it somehow. Um, so I also had, oh no, I had Sam as pre-jury. Um, I said he will be the recipient of Dodo music being played behind everything he does, most likely to grill a hot dog at 3 a.m., uh, <laughs> Chef Joe levels of yelling in the DR, so, you know. Uh, and then the BB comic name was The Trucker. So mm. <laughs> a little more PC maybe than Mike's. <laughs> But no, like basketball, like basketball. Oh, okay. No, I'm not talking about Sam taking his testicles down a road. Uh huh. <laughs> I, I see you both have decided to go for the very specific uh, example version this year instead of being more, more, uh, more. I don't know. General. Maybe you should both drink some box wine and try this again. Mm. Um. Yeah. See. The, the trucker is probably what he's going to get for his his comic book name. So I could just base it entirely off that. Uh, I think I think I'm going to have to go with Mike because he said something that I liked, but I don't remember what it was. Oh, there was, there was something. You, you had a point in there that sounded real good. Wow, <laughs> that's not fair. All right, all right. Well, fine. Let me take a shot uh, with Jack and see if I can uh, see if I can get a point here. So I had Jack making the jury. 
Um, I said, most likely to have people fall for him, a.k.a. the recipient of the segment at the beginning of the season about how oh so so hot he is. We'll spend most of his free time working out and his BB comic name is Aqua Bro. Ooh, I think uh, I think I'm going to give this to you, Liana, preemptively, because uh, I also had Jack making the jury, but that was pretty much where the, the correctness stopped. I said he'd win the most vetoes of the season. I said he'd get taken out in a double eviction. I said he'll freak out when Nutella gets introduced to the pantry. I guess there was something preseason about him like his. Oh, I remember there was a video of like, what's your one big brother vice? And his vice was Nutella. Uh, and then mm. I he has a breakdown solo in the HOH room. And I said his superhero name would be Aguaman, parentheses, he's a merman. Okay. <laughs> is the parentheses part of the name? Like, that's what would be on his <laughs> Yeah, comic, you know, the best superheroes a- are the ones that need clarifying statements no. afterwards to explain what they are. Yeah. <laughs> so, it? for whatever reason, even though I, I do know what Nutella is, when you said that, I thought you were trying to make some kind of play on words pun with Bella. And so I thought you were saying, like, when she gets shown that there's a pantry, that she that he's going to think that's really exciting. Um, what? I don't know. I was confused. Uh, so I, yeah, I gotta say this one, Liana, you really nailed this one. He definitely got the, uh, the opening montage about everyone thinking he's hot. I think that's where we got the infamous Jason Mimosa quote. Mm-hmm. So I, I think you're going to get it on that. It's really, look, it's really not about who is more accurate overall. It's more about which little one piece of information that you said <laughs> strikes a chord with me. So we're going with that. Yeah. Well, you know, that's because 95% of it's all wrong. So <laughs> even if we can get just a small nugget correct, that yeah. usually counts. This is podcast panning for gold, essentially, where we're like <laughs> picking up a bunch of rocks. I'm like, all right, there's got to be something in there, something that's at least a little shiny, at least some worth some amount of money instead of all the other crap that's around it. Yeah, you're sifting mm. through your piles of leaves looking for the hand sanitizer with the correct competition name. <laughs> Oh yeah, I forgot. It. I I it took me a while because I was so fixated on just how quite literally crappy the paranoid pigeon was. I'm like, oh yeah, I guess they're bringing in these like dried goods and non perishables for his doomsday shelter. Yeah, it, was that the theming of it? I, I oh. think so. Or like they were they were needing to get camping supplies. It, I did not appreciate that. It was not as good as saying Caitlin oil or whatever they said last year. I liked that better. Mm, yeah, that's weird. So I, I definitely, uh, uh, this is one of those segments like watching Otev this year. I was like, God, this is so embarrassing. <laughs> like, I talk about the show, but I love it. Well, I was but trying it's to so think, embarrassing. What was the one last year? Because I know that like this makes sense being the sequel to the Possessed Piglet from BB19. Yes. Which, Mary, I would be intrigued to see your first reaction upon going to this competition where they just get barfed upon. Uh, but it seems like BB20, for a myriad of reasons, sort of just took a was a bit of an outlier, maybe in terms of theming or grossness. Yeah, my mm. uh, my initial way of explaining to everyone that I knew who only watched Survivor what Big Brother was, I was saying, you know, it's like Big Brother in a, or it's like Survivor in a house, but the competitions are more like things you'd find on a Nickelodeon show. There's a lot mm. of slime and stuff, and and it's one of my favorite things when when you're watching the live feeds because. I I did not lie. I do watch the live feeds now, starting with Big Brother Twenty. That <laughs> now, I, yeah, now um, that I I love when they come in from a competition and you're trying to figure out based on whatever slime they had all over them what could have possibly been the theme. Um, hmm. Yeah, that's that's a lot of fun. Probably bird poop, <laughs> as we've learned. <laughs> 
All right. Well, let's finish things off here now. Full disclosure, uh, we are recording this the night of August 15th, (laughs) an hour before the live eviction episode. So we're going to take a shot in the dark here and say that (laughs) Cat was evicted. And so we're going to read out our predictions for Cat here. And if we're wrong, we get egg or bird poop all over our face. Yeah, uh, yeah, this was Mike's call. <laughs> so he's the one who wanted to do this, just throwing that out there. Although, you know, it does seem like Kat is going. Um, but it would just be totally fitting when it comes to the B&B predictions. <laughs> we went on on a limb to do this and she ends up staying. Uh, yeah. But I, th- I think we'll be correct on this one. You know, an hour out versus like a several weeks out, you know, yeah. the accuracy yeah. might be a little higher. And if not, sis will just come and, and make you an egg and then throw it on your face. Yeah, with like I could the only thing I could think of listening to her cluck around the house was like arrested development. Has anybody in this house even seen a chicken? (laughs) I've seen it on the plate. (laughs) In her little her game where she presses the button and it makes the sound of the animal that I'm sure she was playing not too long ago. Um by the way, I should mention that actually I was wrong in that we sort of stayed on the gross tangent last season. It was Oteb the Sneezy Skunk, and I remember they got covered in snot and they had to get medicine. That's what it was. Uh, yes, because they were the, the pills with like the two names on yeah, it. Yeah, or whatever. See, I remember yeah. the medicine. Yeah. I that was it. Could not remember the context <laughs> of the because well, like, like and it's, it's still a little bit if you're charting the trajectory of like how gross these things are, I think if you try to rank vomit versus, you know, snot versus poop i feel like we're in the wrong order there in terms of the chronology hmm did uh did the the butter roll ever like the rock and roll or whatever did that ever spray anything on them i think it didn't no i think they were i think they were well they i think they were going through butter i don't think they actually got covered in butter i just remember him Uh, shouting something about butter Butter! yeah I apologize to everyone listening. <laughs> Should have warned you. Turn your volume down. Um, yeah, well, because I'm just trying to remember, like, when did they start, like, vomiting on... Like, when did Ota I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure it was BB-19. Yeah, okay. So the other thing about watching Big Brother, side note, because I was thinking of the very the very first couple Otevs, when I watched Big Brother 19 and then immediately went back and watched Big Brother 2, I thought... Oh, okay. So when they say the backyard, they're just going to like a studio somewhere where they have all these sets built. I didn't realize like, no, the backyard, when you watch them chronologically, you see them get better sets over and over, you know, progressively. Mm. But if you just jump backward like that, it's very confusing. And it took me a long time to realize that they're actually in the backyard. Yeah, oh, I can yeah, imagine my- you being like, what the hell? There's only one floor to this house. What's going on? <laughs> yeah, my favorite competition of all time is the throwing CDs, CDs into the bowl. Yeah, into, the, into the, pool. the pool. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so good. Wasn't there also like one of the Big Brother, first Big Brother 3 videos was like something with a lazy Susan where they just sort of like <laughs> traded things back and forth to each other? Yeah, exactly. See, those are the competitions. Like, really love them. All right. Well, let, let me, so we still need to talk about Cat, <laughs> who may or may not be going here. I'll start with Cat. So let me see. I had Cat going pre jury. I said that she'd be this season's surprising flame out. Think Winston or Rachel, second Rachel Swindler reference in our <laughs> predictions. I said she'd get called out for being too artificial in her connections. I said her eviction speech will go way beyond the 30 second time limit. Mm. I said she'll use the hashtag BB21 the most in her social media posts after leaving the house. I said her closest ally would be Holly. And (laughs) I said her superhero name would be hashtag horse. (laughs) What? 
what? I guess because she was some social media influence, I guess that's hashtag, and I guess she's Yeah, but why horse? Because she's in Texan. <laughs> but it makes sense for Holly because like didn't she yeah. like part of her package was like she rides horses right because she's from Wyoming I don't know if you guys know she's from Wyoming really uh, I mean if it was like okay, hashtag cat make a little more sense <laughs> nope it's hashtag horse it's cat the anthropomorphic horse uh-huh. the superhero well, I can't wait for that I'm really excited <laughs> I'm, sh- I'm sure that that will definitely be her comic name oh my god uh, <laughs> that's, I think that's the one where I was really running out of ideas so I was like uh, alliteration hashtag horse oh uh, wait was it the word hashtag yes. or was it a ha- uh, <laughs> not just hashtag horse not that, yeah not that that makes any more sense <laughs> oh Liana's like oh sure okay oh. well if it's spelled out that makes perfect sense <laughs> I don't, it's, it's alliteration I don't know. Uh, okay. All right. Well, um, I didn't have her BB comic name be hashtag anything, but I will read my prediction for Catherine. So I had uh, jury. She was going to make the jury. Um, I said that she is going to pedal fit tea after the season is over on Instagram. Oh, like, will, oh, like the, the flat like tummy the tea? Te- flat tummy tea. Yeah, exactly. Um, she I thought it was, was a Fessy app for some reason. It's, it's, yeah, it's the extension of, it's the sponsor of the, the Fessy Fitness app, which I still have on my phone. And my phone <laughs> asked me, like, um, you haven't used this app in like a year. Would you like to delete it? And I was like, no, guys, I need it. <laughs> Uh, anyway, uh, so for Kat, I also said she will want a showmance, but won't be able to find anyone to showmance with. Mm. And her BB comic name will be The Cougar. So I think that might have been in relation to the showmance thing, but it's been so long now that I don't remember. Hmm. Mary? Well, uh, if Mike had made this prediction written out for Jessica, I feel like that was a lot more accurate <laughs> with being the flame out and something else. Um, yeah, geez. Uh, what was your, Liana, what was your comic book character again? It didn't stick with me because it was no hashtag horse. Yeah, sorry. Uh, the cougar. The cougar. Yeah, that's a, that's a little better. You're really going for the animal theme here, you two. Well, she's, a, she's cat. Yeah. So. Um, At least it's closer than a horse. Yeah, it is. Uh, while I can't wait to see how we get to hashtag horse in the next couple weeks, um, <laughs> I'm going to have to go with Liana on this one. So right down the middle, you two. Okay, a tie. Wow. I guess uh, we'll have to wait for another set of terrible predictions. Oh my to god! Now this. I'm really nervous. If I didn't put hashtag horse for Holly, I don't know what I put for her. Well, yeah. but see, here's the thing: if Cliff ends up going home, then Liana's point is taken away, right? Isn't that Ooh. how that works? Uh, no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> No idea. Retroactively this is one big points. game of Calvin Ball we're playing right now. Yeah, I would just make up the rules. The rules don't count. Yeah, it's uh, it's crazy. Oh, okay, so let's move away from our terrible, terrible predictions and move into some terrible, terrible other things because we are going to talk about the RHAP BB B&B BNC, which is the Rob has a podcast, Big Brother B&B breaking news coverage. And instead of trashing uh, Mickey, Mitchy, Mickey, Mickey. Um, Jackson. I think Jackson. Yeah. Uh, I think that's another reason to just call him Jackson if people are having trouble pronouncing his last name. You can't screw up Jackson. See, because here's the thing, Leona. I don't know if you know this, but Mickey is his last name, and he goes by Jackson sometimes as his first name as well. 
Oh, okay. Thank you for clarifying that because I wasn't sure. <laughs> uh, so instead, I think it would be fun to go over the Big Brother 21 pre-jury house guests and see what they've been up to uh, on Twitter and on social media since being evicted. So first of all, uh, first off, we have David. So he has a total of 23 tweets on wow. Twitter since being evicted. So Visionary. pretty active. Very few of them are actually about Big Brother. Um, he did say he tweeted. So I made a Twitter after I got out of hashtag BB 21 and I have no idea what I'm doing. Send me a link to Twitter. Laugh face, tilting, crying emoji. Uh, so you think you're clever, don't you? Um, and that's about it. Uh, his Instagram, his Instagram is mostly just pictures of other stuff. He's got like two uh, Big Brother pictures up. He went to Hearts of Reality. So that was also a thing. That'll be a common thread with uh, the evicted house guests. Um, so, yeah, that's David. So, I mean, he's a photographer. How is his Instagram game, in your opinion? How's his Insta game? Uh, yes. So he's obviously an expert of Instagram. <laughs> Um, I don't know. It looks like any other generic Instagram. There's like some CrossFit pictures, um, pictures of food, classic kind of Instagram stuff. I would say nothing that like really stands out. Um, but you know, I don't know. I'm no artist. So what do I know? Uh, all right. So next we have Ovi. So Ovi has obviously been very active on Twitter because he's, you know, fan of the show. He's been tweeting about the show. Um, he also uses Instagram, which includes more BB stuff. Um, and uh, he is also on Cameo. So if anyone is interested in paying 20 bucks to get a Cameo from Ovi, that is something that you can do. Can we, uh, um, oh, I'm, if Ovi's listening, I'm going to present him with a half a million dollar idea, if you will. I think he needs to make an offshoot of Cameo called Cookio, where Ooh. instead of requesting Ovi to send a message, since he was so good at baking all those cookies, using up all those eggs, apparently, according to Jack, so selfishly, I wonder what would have happened if he saw that chicken comp, he should bake cookies upon request for people and then pick up a hefty sum for it. I like that idea. I think that's something that he could, uh, he could definitely market. Fits the brand, you know, that's very important. Um, speaking of branding, he did tweet a picture of uh, all of the pre-jurors and he says, we finally made an alliance outside of the house. It's called pre-jury, <laughs> which I thought was pretty funny. Um, yeah, okay. This was much more exciting in my head. I was like, yeah, it'll be great. I'm like, update what people are up to. Okay, this How's, one how's actually his girlfriend doing? I, I care more about that. Oh, yeah. So he posted, you know, a happy uh, girlfriend appreciation uh, day post where he posted like a bunch of pictures. Of course, his girlfriend is absolutely gorgeous. Um, totally wasn't reminded 10 minutes ago that it was hashtag National Girlfriends Day. Um, and then tweets a bunch of pictures and always had a blessing at my side like super sweet stuff so that's adorable also, i'm also pretty sure she's about to start senior year of college as well which uh i mean i guess it's sort of like a blessing and a curse that he's out this early so he could at least like support her through that because i can't imagine having a significant other going through big brother especially in this season where there's a lot of stuff being tossed back and forth uh, in terms of vitriol while also having to you know continue your education during your senior year well, yeah, as we've seen over the years, I think that there's a sweet spot to go out in Big Brother. And if you're going to go out early, at least go out when you're beloved. I think Caitlin found some of that last time, too. And, and Ovi's really capitalized on that. 
Yeah, that's right. It's the, you know, don't live long enough to see yourself become the villain. Die, die hero, whatever. I don't know. Whatever that quote Death is. metaphors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. Uh, um, okay, so the Bella one is much more interesting um, because as Taryn has covered on some of the morning updates, uh, she has very much been watching the feeds, very much been watching what Nick has been doing um, and is not happy about it. Uh, so I feel terrible for her. Her pin tweet right now is BRB trying to figure it all out and grow from this hashtag BB 21. So I feel bad for Bella. Nick's the worst. That's solidified. Yeah. So um, <laughs> what, what wasn't the, the timeline of this? Like she tweeted something being like, you know, in response to uh, because it was not in response to any of the Tommy stuff. It was him cuddling with sis uh, no i'm not annalise annalise i'm not using that dumb nickname uh and then she he she basically said like oh uh you know this is a breach of my trust you know i don't know if we can recover from this and then she tweeted like a several minutes later like i'm gonna have to review this further so mm. she almost like walked back her response which is a little odd to me maybe it was because she sort of realized the the sphere she was in but i was i'm totally fine with it if she just went with that first tweet and didn't look back yeah, I, th- yeah, I think so you gotta she- pick a lane and go with it. If you're gonna be anti-Nick, jump all in. Come up, become yeah, a Nick so- hate aqu- account. <laughs> She like retweeted the the pictures of of Annalise and Nick cuddling in the HOH bed. She did say maybe Nick and I can discuss this once he's out of the house and go from there. Um, but <laughs> the later tweets were along the lines of, "I understand firsthand how being in the BB house can cause house guests to feel extremely close to each other. Unfortunately, at this time, I can no longer support Nick and his actions. No one deserves to feel second in a relationship." So I don't know. It seems like she's uh, she's pretty done with Nick, but who knows? Uh, she's actually she's been tweeting some funny stuff too, though. Um, so you know, I don't know. She uh, she's she's okay. Yeah, I honestly think it's a thing of like, and that's the reason why you know I was at least endeared to her preseason because like I think she's a she's like a, a funny witty person. I just think she's a terrible Big Brother player, and I think because that really, you know, those two didn't necessarily mix. That's when she got really hypocritical and vindictive and mean. But sort of when she ended up leaving the house and we didn't need to worry about Bella, the game player, she turned sort of back into that fun Bella who didn't really know or care about the show before going to the house, which I enjoyed significantly more. Yeah, well, I mean, that kind of goes to show what we were talking about with her. Oh, the premiere, like Bella was so great. It's so fun. Um, I think when she's able to recover, I think she'll be a fun person to actually like hear their opinion of the season and, and all that stuff. And maybe next season also when she has a little bit more distance from it well, all. We know she'll have a lot to say. Exactly. Yes. Um, all right. Our last house guest to talk about is Sam. And Sam is on Twitter. He has 41 tweets. Oh, um, my gosh. That's Twitter. like twice as many as David. I know he's really prolific uh, when it comes to Twitter. Yeah, I mean, he might be the social media mogul of the pre-jury by comparison. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Uh, it's a toss up between him and Ovi. Uh, so, yeah, he also has an Instagram, but it's like all Big Brother stuff. So if you're interested in that, like he's definitely posting on Instagram. Um, but what I think is more interesting and I, you know, I hope we're not infringing on Rob's territory, but there's some pretty funny moments in some of Sam's cameos. So uh, there's one that I would like to play for you guys that I think was particularly funny. Tegan, buddy! Yo, I heard you were a big fan of the show. You were watching. I feel like I'm leaving a video for my kids. 
I love you guys. I love that you're young. You're involved with Big Brother. This is awesome. I love it, buddy. Hey, and I hope when you go to school, I hope you keep it real, just like I do. And I hope you walk those school halls yelling, Santa! Oh, geez, my voice is so shot from being in the DRs. I can barely talk. Let's give it a round two. Santa! There we go! Boom! Yes. So, oh. so, how popular oh is that kid gonna be at school? Just shouting, <laughs> send it, send it. Like, oh god, here comes Tegan. He's just gonna scream at us again. <laughs> not, not Tegan. Um, no, it's pretty funny because he like he went to Hearts of Reality also, and you can tell because he's like he was convinced to create a cameo from being at Hearts of Reality because his first three cameo videos are like from the hotel room. Like I've been to Hearts of Reality, I know what that hotel looks like, <laughs> and like all his videos are from there. So I'm glad that the Big Brother people are all being good influences and getting each other on cameo because Sam's are pretty funny. Yeah, I don't know about Sam's life lesson to keep it real like I do. I don't really know what that means. <laughs> um, so he's not just yelling in cameos, though. There's actually an Instagram video uh, that I had. The video is not important. He's, you know, he's just yelling. Um, but the audio is pretty interesting because Sam actually has an announcement. And I think that this is pretty important. Yo, I am pumped. I just got off the phone. I am having T-shirts made. They are being designed now. Send it. <laughs> Oh, I'm so excited. Yo, watch for the link. I'm going to blow up Instagram. I'm going to blow up Twitter. I'm going to blow up Facebook. Everyone's getting t-shirts. I love it. Bim, you excited for t-shirts? I'm excited. She's excited. Even though she's putting away dishes because my boys don't know how to eat and use one plate. We're living the dream. Watch for the link. <laughs> I'm not sure why the dishes and his sons not being able to only use one plate was I just but I love it. I love these little life lessons that Sam's putting in there, just like sandwiched in between. Like, yo, Matt, I hear it's your birthday. I hope you're having a great time. By the way, they can't change you for who you are. You have to look inwardly in order to really figure out who you are. Don't let outside pressures judge you. Send it. <laughs> Remember, only use one dish. Send it. <laughs> Remember, forest fires are often caused by unwatched kindling. Make sure you do that next time you're camping like Ovi was. Send it! <laughs> it's like the new Smokey the Bear. Yes, Sammy the Bear. <laughs> Sam, it's Sam out there yelling at people. <laughs> Only you can prevent forest fires! Okay, fine, I will. Just go away. <laughs> yeah, that would be definitely more of a deterrent than uh, Smokey the Bear if you had Sam yelling at you. <laughs> fine, fine. I, I don't know if it's, if it's been mentioned enough yet, but has has. Casey had a response to this. Do we do we need to have an intervention before the Big Brother players needing just an obnoxious catchphrase that they're going to shout at all times become a thing? The, uh, the like funny. let's go versus send it uh, drama of yeah. 2019. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. We could do a, a shirt competition and see which one sells more. I mean, I think there's a little bit of a well, little bit of recency bias there, but. Yeah, I don't know how much Casey was blowing up Twitter, blowing up Instagram, blowing up Facebook. Yeah, Sam's going to blow up Twitter with his 41 tweets. Just you wait. 42! <laughs> Send it! Uh, all right. Yeah. Okay. 
Oh, uh, no, I have a few other things real quick. So <laughs> apparently Bella and Kemi have been cropping each other out of the photos that they took over the weekend at Hearts of Reality Ooh. on social media. Don't know what drama is there, but apparently that's a thing. Um, and also uh, the person who runs Christie's Instagram account has been replying to people as if the it's Christie's actual dog responding. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So let Wait, me is, it, is it Christie's hashtag dog, though? Yeah, oh, is it his hashtag, hashtag dog? <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah in response to someone um the person who's running uh christy's instagram account said i agree i am not campaigning for anyone to love my mom but i am hoping the hating stops especially because she's not the one reading the messages uh send nice messages to the house guests blah 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 you know signed beans with little like footprint paws so uh yeah <laughs> That's a thing that's happening. Oh, my God. I thought you were going to be like, hey, uh, hope my mom survives the block. Woof, woof. Hashtag I'm a dog. I mean, that's pretty much what it is. (laughs) Woof, woof. Yeah. And then so someone asked, who's running Christy's Instagram? And the response was me, Beans, Christy's pet, her son, her sidekick, her Cavapoo angel. And then signed Beans with the little like footprint emojis. I guess, can, can you imagine like all the Big Brother friends doxing Christie's dog? Yeah, right. You know, the thing is, I kind of like this idea because if you're doing something this ridiculous, I mean, how much can you really get into like a Twitter feud with someone who's just pretending to be a dog? Right. Like, how how much vitriol can you really have? I don't know. You guys underestimate the Big Brother community. I say T minus five days until somebody sends go kill yourself dog on the Instagram. <laughs> I'm going to feed you chocolate. Just you wait. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Take that. <laughs> I'm going to open I'm going to open the door and let you run around. <laughs> Yeah, I can. Uh, I, I uh, for some reason actually that sounds very. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised. That would be realistic. this. That would probably be. I don't know. I would say that dog doxing would be the weirdest thing the Big Brother fan community has done. But I don't know if you'd be make the top five. To be completely honest, <laughs> that's right. Uh, but yeah. So so anyway. So that was a choice that someone decided to go with. Which I mean, we've had hoh letters from dogs before, so it's not like this is uh, completely outside of the ordinary. I'm surprised that it was Christy's dog that's running her account and not Jack's dog. Wasn't the whole thing about how, like, Jack's friends oh, yeah. and family wouldn't sign a release and the only, like, person who wrote him a letter was the person watching his dog? Yeah, well, like, the only person in his, and by person, I mean dog, <laughs> in his, like, intro package, like, was his pet. So, uh, so yeah, that, that actually makes more sense, but I don't know. But see, uh, I don't know if you know this, Mike, most likely, it's not actually Christie's dog. It's typing. Oh, wait, mm-hmm. what? Nope, I'll I believe mean, it when I see it. That's my conspiracy okay. theory, is that dogs are running Instagram. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe if Sam, Sam's dog could run his Instagram or his Twitter, he'd have more tweets. <laughs> Send it! Uh, uh, Alright, yep, that's all I got. <clears throat> well, let's, let's stay on the Sam note, because I want to stick with Sam's social media. Uh, we got a tweet about this from a listener asking us to come up with a game about... Leon, I don't know if you noticed this when you were perusing Sam's Instagram. Sam has a gratuitous use of hashtags in every single post that he makes. So I'm gonna, I came up with a little game here where we're going to go back and forth with questions. I'm going to read a tweet, one of 41, the magical 41 that Sam Smith made on his Twitter, at Sam Smith, or no, maybe not that one. 
Uh, but I don't want to confuse it with the actual. Uh, search. It's at bb twenty one underscore sam. Oh, okay. So <laughs> very specific. Uh, but I'm going to read a tweet from that account. I'm going to read four hashtags. Three of them were used in the tweet. One of them was not. It is up to you to figure out which hashtag was not used in one of Sam's tweets. And we're going to go. We're going to go in chronological order here. Uh, so, Mary, let's start with you. Again, I'll read the tweet. I'll read four possible hashtags. You pick the one that was not in the tweet itself. Ooh. I love making memories with my oldest son. Such a precious little angel. Uh, hands emoji. Like, it's a weird, like, I call it's like a, um, it's a face smiling with hands sticking out on either side of the face. Uh, I don't exactly know what the pose is. Like, it's almost going for a double high five, but it's that emoji three times. So I love making memories with my oldest son. is such a precious little angel. Hashtag BB son. Oh, I should also mention. So this is an, a link to an Instagram video of him trying to pitch a wiffle ball to his son who promptly misses and then storms off and walks in, into the house. Okay, wait, so, how old is his son? I think he's like four. Oh, uh, for whatever reason, I was picturing his son being like 12. <laughs> and that made less sense. It was like, precious little angel. Okay, all right then. All right, okay. All right. So your choices are hashtag BB son, hashtag parenting, hashtag swing and a miss, hashtag maybe it was my pitch. Hmm, okay. Those last two are the most clever. So did he go for them? Hashtag BB son, hashtag parenting. I'm going to say that you made up swing and a miss because I just don't know if he'd think of that. That was That's my favorite of the hashtags. That is correct. Yes. BB son, parenting, and maybe it was my pitch were all hashtags used by Sam as he attempted to throw a wiffle ball at his son who may be four or 12 years old. See, I think BB son should be reserved for people who create a son inside the Big Brother house or at least two people who came from Big Brother. I don't think this kid is a BB son. Hmm. Big brother's son, though, also is kind of yeah, a weird a, concept. So it's, your, so it's your nephew, then, right? right? Yeah, right. This is like, okay, uh, let's trace the family lineage to try to figure out what it means to actually be a big brother's son. All right, Liana, let's go to you here. I hopped into the shower at my house and almost had a heart attack. I didn't remember taking my mic off. Eye roll emoji, eye roll emoji, eye roll emoji. Hashtag evictee problems. Hashtag shower thoughts. Hashtag can't shake it. Hashtag eye roll. <laughs> uh, well, he already used the eye roll emoji, so I'm going to say the hashtag eye roll is the fake one. You underestimate the redundancy of Sam, uh, Sam Smith, Liana. Correct answer is hashtag shower thoughts was not used. Ah, uh, too yeah. bad. Yeah. Sam, he used hashtag evictee problems, hashtag can't shake it. Basically, I think he was referring to like he still has PTSD about uh, taking off a phantom microphone before getting into the shower. Mm, yes. Hashtag eye roll. Eye roll emoji. Eye roll emoji. Eye roll emoji. Yeah. You know, it's maybe he was a uh, he was not discriminating to those who maybe don't have the most updated emojis where they would just get a question mark on their phone. What would be some other like big brother uh, sort of, I don't know, 
like traumatic things that you would remember outside the house. So like microphone, um, changing clothes like under the covers can be Ooh. like, you know, honey, you, you don't have to do that anymore. Um, every, <laughs> like, there's no every time the doorbell rings, you don't have to scream and jump up and down when someone walks through the door. Yeah, you, you don't have to change the conversation or just stand there awkwardly whenever someone else walks in the room. Yeah, you don't have to uh, whisper like really just like imperceptibly to people mm. because the walls are still are thick enough yeah, in real life. You don't have to only have sex in the shower. <laughs> like you don't need a sex stool. <laughs> yeah, they don't need a sex stool anymore. Yeah, anytime the TV pops on, you don't have to run into the living room and scream, oh my gosh! <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. You, you hey, although, your- to be fair, since I live alone, if, I, if my TV just popped on, I probably would scream and run into <laughs> the other room. Yeah, for different reasons, but yes. Uh, you can break your diet without having to eat it covertly in the shower. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sneaking food. Although, well, that could be a real I, thing. I like a nice <laughs> shower snack every once mm. in a while. Yeah, <laughs> I, I like this. I'm like, we could maybe build a compendium of like BBPTSD stories mm-hmm. of what you resort to after living for so long in the Big Brother house. Uh, let's move on here. So, Sam soaking up his post-eviction luxury, much like the water in the shower, uh, had an interview with one Jonathan Bennett, uh, early evictee uh, for Entertainment Tonight. He tweeted, this is for Mary, had a blast in an interview with Jonathan Bennett, one of my all-time favorites. And again, he uses this weird smiley face with the hands poking out alongside it for the double high five. Hashtag mean girls. Hashtag on the mic. Hashtag send it! Hashtag living the dream. What? On the mic? I've never heard that phrasing before. Is that common enough to be a hashtag for him? Or is it not common enough to be a hashtag reverse psychology? Hmm. I learned all my psychology from sis. Mm. Hmm. Yeah. What was the third option? Was that the send? Okay, well, that's, yeah. Hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna say, you know what? He didn't say send it. He d- didn't hashtag it. Uh you fixated on on the mic and you should have stayed <sighs> on the mic. That was the correct answer. What who uses on the mic? That's that's gonna be my new thing. I'm gonna tweet this podcast out. Hashtag on the mic. Hashtag hashtag horse. Hashtag <laughs> Uh, yeah that's a good point we have a lot of hashtag options if we did that <laughs> hashtag uh, i like hashtag on the mic though but is it spelled <laughs> which mic is it <laughs> oh no please the one with the c <laughs> got it not the k got it uh all right let's go to you liana this is after uh jessica's I believe it was her no i think it was after she won the veto good job jess you stuck to your guns i love it Keeping those noms the same. Hashtag goodbye a-holes. Hashtag Ooh. common sense. Hashtag if only it was sooner. Hashtag sad face. I feel like, so I did technically read his tweets. I don't remember any of these. I feel like he's not like mean like that, though. So I don't think he would say the a-hole one. So that's the one that I pick. Yeah, that is correct. I painted Sam in a very different light than you uh, correctly picked out the mischaracterization. God, he's just trying to be a good father with his pouty children, and he's just trying to hashtag send it and make t-shirts. Yeah, look, okay, you Mike. can't have his 12-year-old son copying him and his bad language. It just doesn't yeah. work that way. He doesn't He doesn't use one dish. He gets hit by baseballs. He's uh, learning how to drive. I gotta be there for him. Yeah, plus we're talking to <laughs> Sam. What 12-year-old uh, is learning how to drive? 
Mike has something to learn about parenthood, I think. Nope, I'm Mike, starting Asher off. I'm putting him in preschool that. and then I'm putting him in driver's ed. You might want to research how that works. Like, well, well, that's what uh, that movie Baby Driver's about, right? Mike. Mary, is that the piece of pop culture we're talking about now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, good old Ansel Elgort himself. <laughs> Fault in their stars fame. I don't know why this popped into my head, but this is where I was like, uh, how old is the Summer of Steve uh, line? How, how old do you need to be to drive? Eight, ten, twelve? <laughs> what are we talking here? Yeah, I'll let Steve be my driving instructor. He's a mechanic, right? Yeah, yeah, he's <laughs> definitely a mechanic. Yeah, got, uh, got an engine in there. Yeah, yeah. All right, I'll, uh, I'll give you a good driving lesson. You just gotta let me take a bath in your house. How many tires you got? Four, five? Six? <laughs> yeah. Well, what shape are they? Square? Round? Triangle? <laughs> oh, I'll figure it out. <laughs> All right. Definitely let's, a mechanic. Let's move on here. Back to you, Mary. I found it hilarious. After all the preaching Christy did about voting with the majority, she votes against the ma- she votes against the majority. Uh, like thinking emoji times four. I guess this is in response to her voting to keep Jack. Hashtag mm-hmm. ironic. Hashtag hope she goes next. Hashtag eviction. Hashtag Sam Smith BB twenty one. <laughs> mm. so that's that's interesting is he channeling the song ironic <sighs> I'm, I'm gonna go hashtag eviction sticking to the normal ones that is correct eviction is yes. the one that stood out yes he did shout out his own instagram in a hashtag <laughs> as well yeah, I like that idea. I think I'm just going to start doing hashtag Liana after I tweet everything. <laughs> see, see how that goes. Uh, all right. Last question to you, Liana. Fun fact. When Mickey Mitchie was on Slop, he got mad at me for cutting up a watermelon in front of him. I roll emoji times three. Hashtag give me a break. Hashtag fun fact. Hashtag send it. Hashtag melonhead. <laughs> I'm gonna go with hashtag melonhead. Oh, I hope that's wrong. I hope that's a real no, thing. No, that's correct. I came up with oh, that man. one. <laughs> I, I was thinking, I was like, well, that's a fun one. That's a new nickname for Jackson. Hashtag melonhead. I don't know. It was more of a blockhead, but you know, I've seen those watermelons that are square, so like it's it's that kind of melonhead. They have All right, the, uh, the like ones that are shaped like Mickey Mouse. Mm. Oh, okay. So we have a Mickey. So we have a Mickey Mouse shaped watermelon. We have a Mickey Jackson shaped watermelon in terms of a square. <laughs> yes, exactly. I see Jackson though. So so we're clear. Yeah. All right. Uh, l- so I have a little bit of a tiebreaker here. It's very simple. Uh, we're going to do you know BB rules closest without going over. How many followers does Sam Smith BB twenty one have on Twitter? Oh no. So just write down a number, any old number, and we'll see who comes closest without going over. Without going over. Wait, where do I write this? <laughs> you can write it literally anywhere, as long as it's readable. You can also just, I'll write mine down and you can say yours. Okay. If, that if might, paper is not available. I make it more simple. Okay. All right. Liana, you got a number? Uh, yeah, so I have... Uh, okay, so... Is this cheating? Because I've, like, looked at his Twitter. I don't know. How much do you remember? Oh, uh, yeah, that's a good point. Okay, uh, I think it's around 15,000. All right, Mary, what about you? Ah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's more than I was thinking. But see, I have one of those problems where I can't guess numbers. Like, 
Like if I walk into a room, I can tell that there's more than zero people and less than a thousand, but I have no That's idea. your parameter. It's <laughs> a good yeah. skill. I don't really know. Um let let's go let's go twelve thousand. Uh Liana was right on the money. Fifteen thousand yeah. eighty eight followers. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, uh yeah. I'm yeah. more so now fascinated with Mary's inability to count things. Yeah, well, it's like you know how some people are not good at the uh the, like when you have the M&Ms in a jar and you have to count how many those are. Like, yeah, can't do that. If if you asked me how many people went to my college, unless I've memorized the number, I could not even give you a ballpark. I have no idea. So is there like a is there a minimum that you do you you would understand how many so like let's say for example I had a tray that had four sandwiches would you be like there's somewhere between zero and a thousand <laughs> sandwiches on this plate <laughs> or like yeah. is four enough that you could like narrow down I, at least I think somewhat? I could probably narrow it down I think there's buckets you know if there's like less than ten and then if there's like ten to a hundred if you add a zero that's that's kind of my range. For when I, 10 to 100 is still a pretty big range. <laughs> like, if, you had, if there was a class of 15 children and I said, how many kids are in this picture? And you said, I don't know, 95. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I don't know if I could guess 15. I'd probably guess like 30 or something. Like, it was <laughs> just twice as many. <laughs> I, I'm like number blind. I just, this is not a skill I have. Do you know how many house guests are still in the house? You're I, like, like, I don't know. There could be anywhere. 16, more than two. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. You know? <laughs> Anywhere in between. Uh, all right. Before we move on to the fun and games, uh, we're going to take a quick break to hear from our sponsors. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. We need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And we are back. So let's get into some more looniness here. Liana, what's up next? Okay, so uh, this next segment is in honor of philosophy professor Annalise uh, and her not knowing what an adjective is. That's right. We are going to do some Mad Libs. And this Mad Lib is all about a field trip. So in these past few weeks, we had three house guests go on a field trip, which I will use air quotes because it was the backyard. Uh, But so what we're going to do is we're going to fill out a Mad Lib uh, if three house guests were to actually go on a field trip somewhere. Uh, So we will go back and forth between the two of you, fill out this Mad Lib, and then read the story. Mary, are you better with words than you are with numbers? Well, I have have Googled uh, the eight parts of speech tips cheat sheet. So I think I'm ready. I'm ready for okay, this. good. That's more than sis has ever done. <laughs> okay, so Mike, let's start with you. A famous last name. Ooh, uh, Wahlberg. Okay. 
Uh, Mary, this might be difficult for you, but I'm going to need a number. Oh, God, no. <laughs> oh, no. I should have started oh, the other way. Yikes. Um, I'm going to go with uh, 14. Okay, 14. Um, I need uh, a, a BB21 house guest name, Mike. Give me uh, Ovi. Ovi, okay. Uh, Mary, same topic. BB21 house guest name. Um, I will take uh, Nick. Nick. Uh, and Mike, one more BB21 house guest name, but you can't guess what this is for. <laughs> Let's go with Jessica. Okay, Jess. Uh, all right, Mary, I need a verb ending in ED. Um, crocheted. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> I was at a craft store earlier. No, that's perfect. Uh, all right, Mike, I need a place. Basement. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, all right, uh, Mary, I need a clothing item. Uh, why is toupee the only thing I can think yeah, of? Yeah, that's, 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 yeah, that's right. it. That's Clothing the one. item toupee. Uh, okay. Um, I'm always dressed if I have my toupee on. <laughs> when I get my toupee on. Um, all right, Mike, I need a form of transportation. Uh, party bike. What is a party bike? <laughs> I, I I went into copious detail on this on the Amazing Race podcast. It's one of those things where like every there's this everyone pedals a bike together oh, yes, to yes, operate yes. this large vehicle that it's usually involved with alcohol. That sounds right. very safe. Well, like, it's pretty big, so you can't like it's it's kind of like, like the thing where it's like it. you know school buses don't need seatbelts. Like the more people you have sure, partying yes. the partying the bike, it's pedi- safe, pedaling the party safer bike. somehow. Partying the bike, <laughs> partying the pedal bike. Um, okay, I need a former Big Brother player, Mary. Um, let's go with uh, <laughs> Kitchen Joe is what I thought. What was Kitchen Chef Joe? Chef. Okay, I like Kitchen Joe better. Back to the I don't kitchen, know who- kitchen Joe. <laughs> uh, okay, Mike, former Big Brother player, and you can't say Kitchen Joe. Oh, darn it. I know. Uh, let's go with Living Room Libra. <laughs> okay. Perfect. Um, uh, oh, an adjective, Mary. Oh, um, those are the descriptive ones. Um, uh, porky. <laughs> Okay. Um, uh, Mike, I need an item or some sort of possession, like something that someone owns. A uh, crystal ball. Okay. Ah. Um. Uh, okay, Mary, I need a verb. Um. Partied or party, whatever, whatever fits in that part of the speech. Okay. Yes. Uh, Mike, I need an insult. Uh, Melonhead. <laughs> okay. Um, let's see. Do, do, do. I, uh, Mary, I need a noun. Um, uh, uh, splinter. Nope, that's not a. Well, it could be yes, a noun. Nice. Okay. Yeah, splinter. Splinter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, splinter. Um, 
Okay. Uh, and Mike, finally, I need an adjective. Proud. Okay. I need to fill in a few things. I'm very excited for this. All right. Let's see what craziness you guys put together. Uh, all right. I think I have everything filled out. Um, okay. Let's do this thing. <clears throat> In the Big Brother house, host Julie Chen Wahlberg announced oh to the house guests <laughs> that America has been voting for 14 days for America's field trip. That's accurate. actually pretty accurate. <laughs> That's pretty close, yeah. And they have selected three house guests to go on a field trip out of the BB house. House guests, Julie Chen Wahlberg said, today, Ovi, Nick, and Jess are going on a field trip. <laughs> That's very uh, well. Did Hobie like, like, all right, I guess I'll, I'll, I'll meet you guys there. I'm already outside. Yeah. Uh, just, uh, yeah, just send a separate party bus to come pick me up. Um, oh my God, where are they going? Exclaimed Tommy as he crocheted around the living room. <laughs> today, today, the three house guests will be going to the basement. <laughs> Perfect. Out of the wow, house. I, knew, the I knew that Big Brother was kind of cheap <laughs> with some of their budget things, but. <laughs> to the basement. Uh, Ovi, Nick, and Jess were immediately taken from the house before Nick could even put on his toupee. <laughs> oh, that would all make sense. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Uh, instead of taking a normal school bus, the house guests traveled by party bike mm -hmm, <laughs> instead mm -hmm. to get to the basement. When they arrived, they were greeted by Chef Kitchen Joe <laughs> and Living Room Libra, who led the three house guests on a porky tour. <laughs> they were having a great time until Jess lost her crystal ball. Oh, no. Are you melon heads conspiring against me? She asked. After the tour, the house guests learned how to party, and <laughs> Chef Joe taught them how to draw pictures of splinters. Thanks for always supporting me, living room Libra, said Ovi, and always hanging up my drawings of splinters, drawings of splinters. <laughs> this really makes sense that it's Ovi, but whatever. Uh, finally, the house guests got back on the party bike and headed home. Wow, what a proud field trip we got from the Big Brother house! Wow. So, Our so how did they? Uh, how did they go up the stairs from the basement to the house on a party bike? I, that's a great question. I don't know. They rode down to the basement on the party bike. So is that where is uh, that where Jess dropped her crystal ball? Which, if she has a crystal ball, I think she has not been using it, or it might be need to go into the shop, considering how much she has incorrectly predicted. That's well, she lost it. So <laughs> I think uh, it's just nasty that she's allowed to use a crystal ball. Yeah. That just it's nasty and disappointing. I'm disappointed in her. So yeah. disappointed. So uh, so, yeah, I am excited. I didn't realize Nick wore a toupee. <laughs> and are you melon heads conspiring against me? Might be my new line. <laughs> I, I don't know how I feel if I were to pull up to, I don't know, some sort of house and Chef Joe and Libra were telling me to get into a basement. <laughs> yeah, right. Don't you mean Kitchen Joe? Kitchen Joe yes. and Living Room kitchen Libra. Joe. I wonder if Libra has her uh, magna cum laude uh, certificate hung up from her college. Ah, uh, in the basement? And she serves up cake. <laughs> that's right. Anybody want cake? <sighs> All right. Yep. So that's our field trip to the basement. On a party bike with Nick without his toupee. Yeah, imagine bald Nick 
His wig has literally been snatched <laughs> trying to learn how to draw splinters. I mean, it does explain the terrible haircut, so, you know. Yeah, it really does. Uh, Yo, I got the kids from the barber school to hook me uh, up before I went into the house. It's a pretty dope hairpiece. Yeah, well, the reason I thought of that is I have this sticky note in front of me that's uh, all of the the noticeable wigs in Riverdale, so it came to mind. Uh. Yes. <laughs> Ooh, are, no- are noticeable wigs the noticeable hats of Riverdale? They they definitely are, most definitely. All right, well, let's dive into a tried and true tradition here on the BBBNB. It's all too pertinent that we have Mary here as well. We're going to read some fan fiction. Oh. Now, this is a very special one. This one was sent directly to us at our email address, oh. RHAPBNB at gmail.com by someone who likes to go by Eric H. H as in hashtag horse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so here is Eric's fan fiction. Before we get into it, though, Mary, I know that uh, I have not done a good job in the past mm. of really characterizing the idea of fan fiction, trying to paint it as all lewd when uh, yes. really that's painting with a broad brush. So I'm, I'm going to give you the opportunity to set the record straight. Sure. Well, while some fan fiction may it be Fifty Shades of Grey-esque, or literally Fifty Shades of Grey, which is a fan fiction. Um, that, that is a, a section, but, but it's so much more than that. I, I discovered fan fiction after the Harry Potter books finished, and I, I just felt like I needed, needed something more. So you start by Googling, you know, is J.K. Rowling going to write an eighth book? And, and I'm so glad that she never did, not in any form of any kind ever. There was definitely nothing else written. Ever. No more books. It no ended more books. With the seventh. Yes. Right. Yes. Uh, right. But but there, I did discover that there was this thing called fan fiction, and it, it's just like a beautiful way to discover more about the characters and stories you love, and write it yourself, maybe. And and generally, people are not very good at writing it. But but who really needs that? Because you've already you can just pretend that they they wrote it well, and and you can just read it and enjoy. So, you know, I, I spent some time in college printing out an entire fan fiction that I really liked and, and printing it and putting it in a binder. And so I have this like 300 page book version of some fan fiction that I printed uh, weekly, like two pages a week <laughs> while I was using the, the dorm printer for something else. Is that how slow the printer was? That you no, could only I just print that many probably wasn't supposed to be printing anything outside of my newsletters that I was printing for the dorm. So I just snuck it in among the pages. <laughs> could you imagine if it made, like it, it made it into circulation? You know, that would have been great. Posted. I, I should have posted excerpts of the fan fiction on the bathroom stalls along with my newsletter. Yeah, maybe you would have had more fans of fan fiction. Maybe. Ugh. All right. Well, this luckily is not a lewd fan fiction submission so it's following mm-hmm. you know uh mary's very nice descriptive uh des- description descriptive description of the genre so this is eric h this is about annalise explaining how she got her nickname sis oh, no. her fellow house guests the house guests were gathered around in the kitchen now with kitchen joe sharing stories about their life jack just finished telling a story about how the starbucks barista messed up his order and he had told her I'm only telling you this because I respect you and care about your future. <laughs> this is an iced coffee, and I ordered a nitro cold brew. Quite frankly, it's also garbage, and if everyone made drinks like this, what would happen? Starbucks would go out of business. Do you want that on your shoulders? 
Howard Schultz is a powerful man. Jackson then remarked that he hoped he got anabolic steroids in his HOH basket when mm-hmm. he wins HOH. But quickly moving past that, Jack asked Sis, So why is your nickname Sis? Anyway, Sis blushed and considered making this hard to get for Jack. But with the rest of the house gathered around, she felt it was time to let everyone know her unique family story. Sis went on to explain that she has four siblings. She's number three, as she has an older brother, sister, and two younger brothers. Her younger brothers, Justin and Tristan, had a hard time with her name and pronounced it Analyze. So they made it easy for them (laughs) and told them to call her Sis. It runs in the family, though, Sis exclaimed. She went on to explain that she and her sister Maya had a hard time saying their older brother Sylvester's name. Sylvester was a rascal and drove their parents nuts. So one day their dad had had enough and said, You know what, Sylvester? You really are a little douche. A young Annalise exclaimed with a smile, Lil Douche! Immediately. And from then on, he was known as Lil Douche. <laughs> Aww. The origin story of Lil Douche. Also, I think Jack and Jackson's nicknames as well. <laughs> um, th- That story makes it even more confusing because she has another sister, and yet they resorted to just sis. Yeah, I was thinking that. Can you imagine, like, co-opting that? <laughs> Be like, yeah, no, I know I've got another sis, but, like, I'm sis. Right, oh, right. Don't worry, there's more here. Uh, so, yeah, we got the origin story of Lil Douche. Immediately, then I was known as Lil Douche. Oh, my God, your brother is Lil Douche? Nick asked with joy in his voice. I love his mixtape, The Prince's Diaries <laughs> of a Straight White Male. No one else seemed to know of Lil Douche's work, but Christy said, That is crazy. Do your other three siblings feel left out that they don't have a nickname? Sis said, Funny story. I I couldn't say my older sister's name either, and my younger brother struggled too. She and everyone chuckled. So what do you call her? Holly asked. We call her Mayo, because she always used to eat mayonnaise sandwiches when she was younger. More laughter ensued, and Christy exclaimed, No way! I should have called my ex that, because she used to put mayo on everything! Tommy immediately chimed in. My aunt does the same thing. That's uncanny. Kat and Jessica looked at each other confused. Kat said, "Wait, you couldn't pronounce Maya, but you could pr- Maya, but you could pronounce Mayo." Sis, are you you're conspiring against me, bitch? You had to. Mm, all right, let's take that again. Sis, <laughs> you are conspiring against me, bitch. You had to be going, but I am not that gullible. Sis said, "No, it's all true." She paused and then gave it some thought. I didn't want to show anyone this because someone else had something similar, but it commemorates the nicknames my older siblings and I have. Sis then proceeded to show the house guests a red tattoo she had kept well hidden on her inner left thigh that said, Hello, my name is Sis, Lil Douche, and Mayo. The house guests oohed and awed, enjoying the climax of the story. Interesting. Sis and Jackson locked eyes longingly. It did not occur to her that there would be another little douche in the world if he didn't begin using birth control. The <laughs> end. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, so, what, wait, what were the other siblings' names? Tristan and what and, was the other uh, one? Tristan and Justice. And Justice. Okay, so our family portrait of Tristan, Justice, Mayo, Sis, and Lil Douche. <laughs> So, for whatever reason, throughout that whole thing, I was trying to, like, take all the siblings' names and figure out if the punchline was going to be that they, they all spelled out something funny. Um, but no, Sis is, is just an idiot who has a My Name Is tattoo on her thigh. Which, um, I, I know I tweeted this out, but honestly, 
one of the most cathartic moments I've experienced in recent reality TV history was when Big Al the Alien wrote stupid under hello my name is on jack's chest that was so good that was such a good punishment that was absolutely lovely oh my Mm. goodness but yes i did love the uh sam smith-esque message at the end of like hey mayo hope it's all going well send love to sis little douche by the way use protection or you might have a little douche yourself send it <laughs> oh my gosh can you imagine the shout outs from sis yeah uh, i i sadly vote to evict cliff shout out little douche mayo what's up <laughs> Woo! dropping your mixtape soon can't wait on fire oh uh, if only if only well thank you to eric h for writing this up this was uh this was fantastic to read and i hope uh the origin story of the talavera family is known known and what n- long and wide now uh, I can't wait to start using little douche as an insult. For some reason, it just makes it so much funnier to say lol in front of it. Lil Douche and Melonhead, the newest duo. Aww. Exactly. <laughs> That'll be the BB comic names, I'm sure. Uh, all right. So, for our last activity of the BB, let's go to Casuals Corner. Uh, so, what I realized going over Casuals Corner this time is there's something called a top fan. So I don't know if you guys have seen this on any pages on Facebook. This is the first time I noticed it. But essentially, a top fan uh, is someone who uh, contributes to the page. They're one of the more active people. And they essentially get this badge that helps you stand out on the page and to others. So like your comment has like a top fan. It's got like a little symbol and it stands out. Um, And I think it's to capture, you know, truly the essence of the page. So, for example, you get comments like top fan Amanda said, whoop lol top fan (laughs) so really some insightful stuff coming from the top fans so the way this casuals corner is going to work is i have pulled four comments from the uh, the from the big brother survivor big brother survivor page i don't even know what that is from the big brother facebook page you have to pick out which comment was said by a top fan oh okay okay. so we're picking out like the the wheat from the chaff here exactly three were just regular old fans but one was a top fan Ah. is is this going to be a new designator for you know how we there's been a lot of quibbling especially amongst australian survivor fans of like what makes a super fan what makes an ultra Mm. fan what makes a regular fan is top fan now a new term we need to throw into the mix yeah but it's like a top casual corner like a top casuals fan you know what i mean uh so that's somewhere where like on its own axis you know yeah but is that like less casual or more casual Mm. it means means you've contributed more to the casuals page so does that make you more casual or less by being more active i don't know i think maybe you guys will have to be the judge of that based on which comments uh were said by the top fans so let's go ahead and get into it. So Mary, this first question is for you. So these were responses to um, the Big Brother Facebook page posted a question. What punishment did you like the most? Okay. So comment A, Tommy, but I loved the making Sam into a robot last year. Should make one person a week into a robot. Wow. Oh, gosh. Yeah. B, is that was that a top fan comment? Is the, are these the people that we want making decisions? I don't know. B, Tommy rocked the rocket and sis is okay in the chicken suit. C, Tommy's dog penis hat is pretty hilarious. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, or D, as far as I'm concerned, the viewers are the ones getting punishment or getting the punishment this year. Oh, wow. So, Mary, which one do you think was said by a top 
fan. Wow, that was clever. You know, I wonder if the top fans are the kind of like the Big Brother equivalent of the Survivor people on the streets. Like, is Julie mm-hmm. Chen going to start saying, you know, we got a lot of feedback from from the top fan in the Facebook page. About and Tommy's dog penis yeah, hat. Yeah, dog penis hat. All right. Uh, and they love Paul. <laughs> you know, there's there's a couple ways to go here because you know the the first one had had they remembered things from last season uh mm-hmm. the one about the dog penis was out there i i think you know what i think you made up the the one about the viewers being the people punished well i did not make it up so oh. i will let you change your answer if you'd like i mm-hmm. wish i'd come up with one of these so these, no, these, these the, were all comments looking... that were written it's just the one it was written the, by yes. a top fan so these were all oh, real right. comments yes. I, I, I believe that was not a or that was wait what am i guessing for the one that is the top fan you, oh, yes shoot. yes you're trying to find which one was the top fan so yes. three were just regular fans right. one is a top fan right uh Then I think the top fan is going to be the one about the robot, because maybe they have more insight. So that was a good guess. But oh. no, it was B. Tommy rocked the rocket and Sis is OK in the chicken suit. So thanks, top fan Barb, for putting that out there. Wow. Top fan really, really top mixed fan. me up I here. I would vote Barb top fan. I, again, I love alliteration. That's how I got to hashtag horse. Right, that's right. Hashtag rock the rocket. That should be Nick's hashtag. Okay, moving on. Mike, this question is for you. So this was on a post um, that was titled, who would you choose to be in a bromance with? And then it posted pictures of Dan, Will, Boogie, and Frank. So those were sort of like the four options that you could pick from. Oh, boy. So, A. Tyler played a smooth game and everybody loved him. That's not a good picture of him. <laughs> Wait, so, so they thought Frank they thought Frank yeah. was Tyler? Yeah. Because it's Dan, Will, Boogie, and Frank. So oh. that's not a good picture of him. Unless they thought it was Boogie and they could have said, Oh, that's not a good picture. He aged so much. Yeah. 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 I don't know who that's an insult to, but it's an insult to one of them. Uh okay, is it B? I thought Boogie only spent his time with elderly businessmen. <laughs> What? <laughs> I, uh, C. None. Lol. Bromance is a ridiculous term to describe a friendship between two bros. Whoa, that's very woke. Or D. None. Work with women, you peanuts. <laughs> I thought you were going in a different direction considering the last question when you said P. Uh, yeah. Um, I'm going to say oh, see, C and D are so woke. I feel like that would be a top fan comment. I'm going to go with C. Uh, No, that's incorrect. It was actually B. I thought Boogie only spent his time with elderly businessmen. (laughs) What does that mean? What does that mean? Because didn't he like invest in restaurants? Were they elderly businessmen that he? I don't. I like. I when I think elderly businessmen, I'm thinking like mafioso types. Yeah, maybe I don't know. But uh, top fan Jeremy uh, said that, so that was pretty uh, interesting. Uh, All right, Mary, we're going back to you. So this post was, which house guest is the most annoying? All right, so did a top fan say, A, Tommy is Christy's dingleberry. Send him home. (laughs) I thought he was her dog penis. (laughs) No, that's me. It's me, Beans. He's not my penis. (laughs) Pop pop, pop, print. (laughs) Pop print, pop print. Emoji. Um, Okay, B, uh, Tommy. 
Home Alone and Stop It, You Are Wearing on Everyone's Nerves, said my mother's Sunday sauce. Oh, oh, oh no. What does that mean? I don't know. Uh, see, more drama in that program than a busloaded drag queens going to a wig sale. Oh, is Nick oh. driving? Yeah, maybe. On the party the party bike. Um, or D. What weirdos watch this crap? Poop emoji, poop emoji. Mm. Oh, some forgot Us. to take out beans. He's leaving poop emojis everywhere. I know. All right, Mary, huh. what do you think? Um. Well, if it, it are they are they a woke fan? I, yeah, I'm gonna go with the Dingleberries. That is correct. Wow. Yes, that was uh, top fan Jim. Uh, can, talking about dingleberries. Can you, can you read B again for a second? I'm really trying to break this down. Okay, sure. Yeah, you can help me with this because I read it and was like, this makes no sense. Of course, I have to include it. Uh, okay, Tommy. And then in parentheses, it says home alone and stop it. You are wearing on everyone's nerves, said my mother's Sunday sauce. <laughs> I, okay, so I, I, it, it, how is Sunday spelled, though? S U N D A Y. Okay, so it's not like chocolate sauce or yeah. caramel sauce. No. Uh, yeah. So I, I don't. I, I genuinely don't know the, what the that nickname means. of Home Alone is. Very interesting. Are we comparing Tommy to Macaulay Culkin? Is he supposed to be Macaulay Culkin in this instant? I don't know. I thought they were just saying that, like maybe they're Home Alone. <laughs> Put their status in the <laughs> middle of their comment. <laughs> Yeah, Tommy, Tommy BT Dub single, home alone, interested in movies. <laughs> Says my mother's Sunday sauce. I got nothing. All right, Mike, let's just I, move I don't on. Know, but I, I want to use Sunday sauce more. Hashtag Sunday sauce, <laughs> hashtag on the mic, hashtag horse. Hashtag, 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 hashtag horse. Hashtag, hashtag, horse. hashtag melon head, hashtag little douche. <laughs> hashtag kitchen joke. Now you're hashtag speaking my language. <laughs> Send it. Uh okay. So the uh the question I have for you Mike, this is just a potpourri. So, A. I hope Jackson wins HOH. He really deserves it after his friends and America betrayed him. In my opinion, he's one of the best players in history. Oh, wow. Even more so yeah. than Frank/Tyler? Yeah. Yeah. Or or yeah. Tyler and Ugly Tyler? I don't know, or Boogie and his elderly businessman friends. I'm not sure. Um, B, what's the point of this show again? Which I pulled because I frequently ask myself this question. <laughs> that's like, that, uh, that it should be. It's not going to be the, the top end comment. I think it should be. It should be the banner of the Facebook page for Big Brother. Yeah, what's the point of this show again? Um, C, it's been 13 months after Rockstar's daughter's <laughs> birthday. <laughs> And finally, Jackson is a cowboy. Oh, okay. So, I'm, I don't know. I, I mean, no the idea answer is no, sir or ma'am, to that one. He's definitely not a cowboy unless he's roping watermelon. Uh, I would say, what was A? Oh, no, A was uh, Jackson, one of the best players in history. Best player in history, Jackson. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see the Rockstar's daughter's birthday comment was the top comment. Okay, that is correct. If you remember from last year, they were very obsessed with making that yeah, joke. That's, that's why. That's why I picked it because I thought it was <laughs> the memes even make their way to the Big Brother Facebook page, and they do like those memes. 
Yes, especially the rock star's daughter's birthday. Um, okay, so we have a tie. It is one to one, which I'm super excited to get into my tiebreaker. Oh, great. Let me set this up. <clears throat> so uh, on one of the posts in the Big Brother Facebook group, there was somebody who um, posted sort of a bit of an ad. So they wrote, good day, everyone. I am a spiritual herbalist whom help people all over the world to make their dreams come true. Uh, put it in your mind that there is no problem that didn't have solution. And then they put their WhatsApp number uh, up there so that you can contact them. And then they have a list of the problems that they will solve for you. Okay, so it's up to the two of you. We'll go back and forth and you have to tell me, yes, is this a problem that they say they can solve? With their herbalistness, okay, mm, okay, okay. So, Mary, we will start with you. Marriage problems, definitely. Drink some tea, fix those yep. problems right up. Yep, you got it, uh, Mike. Girlfriends and boy problems. <laughs> okay, well, uh, weird that they assume you won't have a boyfriend, uh, no matter who you are. I'm going to say that. Uh, this is how specific it's phrased. I feel like that does it will work. Yes, that is included. Uh, okay, Mary, back to you. Uh, you need population in your church. Oh, wow. yes or you, no? You need population in your church. Okay, let me think. So if you if you've got some some herbs and and maybe you you've got some incense and it brings people into the church. Yeah, I'm going. Yes, that yep. is correct. Yeah. Okay, Mike, back to you. Pocket not dry. <laughs> <laughs> wait, whoa, wait, that's something you want? <laughs> I think you would you would solve it because it. I, I'm not wait, sure. Wait, are you solving or are you achieving the effect of a wet pocket? <laughs> I think it's solving the problem. <laughs> I hate it when my pocket is not dry. <laughs> <laughs> I need this feeling of a moist pocket. Um, hashtag voice pocket. I I'm I'm gonna go with yes. Yes, that was included. Uh, okay, back to Mary. Arab money club business growth. What? <laughs> it's very specific. Um. Yeah, uh, how are you gonna have money club business? I'm gonna say no. I don't know how you would do that. That, that one was included. In fact, okay. all of the ones I was gonna read were included. So it's Wait. a little bit of a trick question. <laughs> That's I fair. need an explanation. How, how, is, this, how is this herbalist gonna help this Arab club? I have no idea. It's so funny because they start pretty normal, like um, like sickness, everyday problems. Yeah, yeah, like problems at the workplace. Um, you know. Uh, business, um, those sorts of things. And they kind of just like get weirder and weirder. So like wallet dubber is one. So what? wallet D-U-B-B-E-R. No idea what that oh, means. Oh, if you need your wallet translated in other languages, I've got you covered. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently. Um, uh, Yahoo Boys Plus. Oh, oh no. Oh, this sounds not, like a lot. This sounds like some sort of just boys. I mean, my mind immediately jumped to uh, some sort of sex trade going on through <laughs> Yahoo. Oh man, I don't know. But it's, I don't but know, it's, but but it's the, the like uh, it's like the express service. Like, you know how you have like Hulu and Hulu Plus? There's Yahoo right. Boys and Yahoo Boys Plus. Yeah, exactly. I don't See, know. I like to think that it was just a typo and they actually meant Yoohoo Boys Plus. And they were just talking about the uh, chocolatey beverage. Uh, the chocolate drink? Perhaps, perhaps. Um, there's some other interesting ones, like Bullet Never Enter Your Body. That's a pretty <laughs> good one. 
<laughs> this drink will Give make you bulletproof. Yeah. The bullet uh, will go through your wet pockets before it hits your skin. Uh, another good one was bucket money. <laughs> right. I like, right. I don't know how it's different than like regular money. Uh, well, it's it's the bucket money. So now, it's money Mary, in the bucket. if we put a hundred dollar bills in a bucket, could you tell how many were in there? <laughs> uh, probably. I'm, I'm sure that they have an herb for me that would uh, help me count the bucket money. And so maybe you guys can help me interpret this one. But uh, scam powers? <laughs> oh, like, well, is that to help you scam people? I think it's a self perpetuating cycle. Like, you take this tea and it'll help you, you know, uh, push the scam off to other people. Yeah, maybe. Um, so a few, few other things. So having a bad dream, um, they can help you with that. And and the the last one on the list was protection in everything and everywhere. <laughs> oh, that's a lot of creating a little douche. Very, a do- very lofty promise on behalf of this herbalist. We don't know why you have to specify that one versus bullet never enter your body. Like, does that not fall under protection and everything and everywhere? You, you will be immortal if you indulge in my products. Right. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure. But if you're interested in, you know, any one of these, um, I, I have the WhatsApp number for this person. So they can help you with your Arab Money Club business growth. Well, we have been treading water for so long, the RHAP B&B, that my pockets are nice and not dry. It's about time. We close things up for a little bit of time. Mary, thank you so much for coming on and talking to us, being so candid about, you know, your resume for Big Brother, your inability to count, and your <laughs> your your crafting uh, activities before coming on here. We really did appreciate you coming on. We had so much fun. Uh, for people who want to catch up with what you're working on, what are you working on out there in the pod sphere, and how can people follow you on social media? Sure. Well, I'm I'm on the Big Brother updates occasionally and some other things here and there. But uh, if you want to follow my own podcast, you can check me out on KowskiCast at KowskiCast.com. It's cow with a K and that's on all major podcasting platforms. We do Riverdale podcast primarily right now. We've got some other things coming up a little later down the line. But, you know, check check that out if you're interested. Me and Kirsten McKinnis, who's also a Big Brother updater do some some real fun stuff we talk about all the noticeable wigs in riverdale all right i love it liana uh, what, what do you got going on yeah so you can find me on social media at liana boris um i'm doing the morning updates on saturday hashtag liana saturday hashtag hashtag horse hashtag melonhead hashtag little douche hashtag mayo blah 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 continue so on and so forth um i'm also very excited to be joining shannon and mike to talk about Survivor South Africa, which has been a really great season so far. So I'm going to be um, on the show this week. So I can't wait to talk about all of that as well. Yeah, this is this is a, a very interesting episode of Survivor South Africa. I don't know if you've watched it yet, Liana, but I am very excited to get your thoughts, not only on the season and how it compared to your very interesting preseason predictions in true Liana fashion. Uh, and what you think of the season so far. Cannot wait to talk to you about that. You can, and you can always follow Liana at Liana Boris. You can follow me at a Mike Bloom type. You can check out the parade.com exit press I'm doing for Big Brother. I should be talking with Kat, I think, at some point <laughs> over the course of the weekend. Uh, maybe I can throw a hashtag horse in there somewhere. Who's to say? But be sure to check out my exit press all season long. There, Liana mentioned Survivor South Africa. Big project that just launched on the day we're recording this. Josh Wiggler and I are going back 
do an episodic rewatch podcast of a show we both love nearly and dearly to our hearts, Lost. We officially put out a preview show discussing the way our podcast is going to be structured and how we're going to go with it. Our plan is to watch one episode a week in perpetuity, and we are starting next week with the two-part pilot. It is an audacious task, but I am extremely excited to get into all that with Josh. And the response we've seen so far has been so overwhelmingly positive. So I cannot wait for hopefully as many of you as possible to join in on the journey with me as we make our way on this giant party bike podcast throughout lost time. Hashtag send it. Hashtag, hashtag lost it. Hashtag, yeah, hashtag lost my crystal ball down the basement stairs. Please pick it up, Libra, <laughs> if you find it. All right. So that's going to do it. This time for the RJPBB. Again, we're probably going to take like three or four weeks and we're going to be uh, back again just in case we end up putting out a podcast after the big live show in New York. Liana, I'm excited to say that we are both going to be there. Oh my gosh. I, it's so crazy to me that we're actually going to be meeting for the first time uh, at the BB Live show. So come out. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to be there making stupid jokes, coming up with stupid hashtags, and it's going to be just a complete blast. Can't wait. Bring your toupees. Bring your wet pockets. <laughs> Bring your herbs so that nobody gets hit by bullets. It's going to be a great time. I'm very excited for that, as well as for all the other great Big Brother coverage, including Mary and Liana's morning updates. That can, that's going to do it for this installment of the RHAP B&B. You can always send in fan fiction or game ideas like Eric H. did, RHAPBNB at gmail.com or hashtag RHAPBNB. Thank you all so much for listening. Thanks to Scott St. Pierre for editing this behind the scenes and Will from America for our theme song. We'll be back in a few to several weeks to talk about the next little chunk of Big Brother 20. Thank you all so much for listening. Mary, Liana, thank you both so much. We'll check you out at your next day. Mike and Liana, yeah, they're playing some games. And I pray to your mama that they're not super lame. And if that all sounds cool, I can tell you the name. It's the R-H-A-P-B-M-B. Mike and Liana, yeah, they're playing some games. And I pray to your mama that they're not super lame. And if that all sounds cool, I can tell you the name. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.